And in women's circles, we practice that. We practice taking off the masks and, 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 and slowly starting to de-armor ourselves from one another. And we create agreements and safe spaces so that when our tears flow or when our stories are shared, they're held with reverence and respect. And then we ourselves can be heard and healed and seen and create a new imprint, a new experience of knowing that we could share our truth and be accepted and not rejected. And this is why, this is why, this is single-handedly the reason why I believe that women's circles will heal the world. Prophecies have foretold, and wisdom keepers all know, that the rise of the feminine will restore balance to our world. In this podcast, we are on a journey to understand the root of the imbalance that has caused disconnection and dysfunction within our humanity, so we can emerge as leaders, creating a new story on Earth. I'm Lauren Walsh. And I'm Shayna Connors. With humble hearts and open minds, we will converse with spiritual teachers, historians, psychologists, revolutionaries, leaders, and healers to navigate these evolving times and reintegrate the feminine history that we have forgotten. Welcome to the Time of the Feminine podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Time of the Feminine podcast. It's Lauren and Shayna here for another solo episode. And today, today we're feeling the deeper truths. Some of the truths that sometimes we're even scared to speak to one another. And we were just in a conversation where we shared feelings and things that we thought were scary to bring that actually just ended up feeling so easy and so congruent and coherent and loving. And we're just in this process now of just appreciating the work of sisterhood and the depth of, yeah, inner work and trust in ourselves and commitment to our own inner truth and in love of the other and the power of sisterhood and what has taken place over our journey of leadership together and yeah, some updates on how we're doing and where we're headed. Yeah. So it's, it's honestly such an honor to be having this conversation today because I'm the first to say that sisterhood has completely changed my life. Coming to Global Sisterhood three and a half years ago, I was at such a different place and it's not that I hadn't experienced sisterhood before I had, and I had experienced both the beauty and the pain of sisterhood, which, you know, I feel like so many of us can relate to both aspects of sisterhood. And there's a depth that's a part of sisterhood, like in any relationship, that is actually so much deeper, so much more pure and reflective than I could have ever possibly imagined. And so today, I feel vulnerable. I feel like a little bit nervous in what I might express and share, but I also feel like it's the perfect time 
to express because it is so raw and real and true for me in this moment how incredibly liberating and powerful and loving and supportive sisterhood truly is. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of women who might be listening to this, I feel like a lot of women might not have the type of sisterhood that we're speaking about. And that brings me sadness in my heart because the best thing in my life the thing that has reflected to me and helped me grow and helped me know myself and know myself as divine and whole and perfect are the women who are all in with me, all in, who are committed to loving my vulnerabilities, my traumas and the failure patterns and the way I present myself as a way to cope with the deeper, the deeper vulnerabilities inside that can rub people the wrong way or distort my truth, you know, and the when the ones who are committed to seeing through my distortion into my truth and loving me there. I want to say thank you to all of the women in my life that have helped me do that. And to the women who are hearing this and perhaps it's evoking some type of emotion, I want you to know that it is so, so possible for you to have deep real, true sisterhood. And we're going to share a little bit about our journey of, of how we're doing that and how we've created that and also how women's circles and creating your own woman's circle is actually an, a foundational skill to creating the type of community and relationships you want with women. Before I came to Global Sisterhood, my sister and I, my blood sister and I, always had kind of a difficult relationship. It wasn't something that was easy. We're super different people and we had a really hard time relating. And it's interesting because as we're having this conversation in this very moment, I'm moving into a house with my sister. We are now best friends. And it's a complete and total testament to the work Lauren and I have done together and the power of circle and the power of being honest and learning how to communicate and not just how to communicate on like a surface level and not just learning nonviolent communication, these tools, although they're incredibly helpful, but really tuning into each other, into our deeper, more authentic truths, and then just being real and honest about what's here because in my experience today, Lauren and I had a very vulnerable conversation right before we recorded this podcast. And when she expresses her truth or when I express mine, it unlocks something in the other. It creates an aspect of liberation when we're able to be real. And so the reason we're not always like this is because sometimes for me, there's a story that if I share something, it's going to hurt her or I'm going to be disappointing her or in some way I'm failing at this aspirational goal that I have to be the perfect leader, to be the perfect steward, right? Like I've created this story about who I'm supposed to be and therefore I can't be myself. And from that place, the connection is not pure. So when we can establish a way of communicating safely, meaning that 
Lauren can hold space for me. She can hear me. She can reflect back what she hears, how it feels in her body. Then there's this moment of liberation for both of us. There's this moment of new possibilities, new becomings, new ways of being that become instantly available and that vibrate out to the collective. You know, we hold this 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 pillar within this organization of stewardship. We are stewards of sisterhood because we believe in it. We believe that it's a helpful thing for ourselves, for each of us individually, and for our collective to have women banding, banding together and feeling inspired to support one another, to water each other's seeds, and to see one another flower. You know, getting and rid celebrate of it. Set and celebrate it. Thank you for saying that, Shana. So I just emerged from a five-day intensive workshop process called Prisma, which if anybody wants to look it up, I highly suggest it. And I went at the request of one of my sisters, Bea. Bea had this sense that myself and a few of our friends, this like little coven I have, that we would all benefit through going through this workshop together. And this is a a workshop that's hard to describe. It's hard to describe the process, but it's basically a place where you go to alchemize triggers <laughs> in relationship with one another, which is like pretty scary shit. You know, that's that's scary for most people. Like how do you alchemize a trigger in relationship to another? How do you meet another person's truth and meet your own truth in such a way that they don't contradict? They create coherence and possibility. Wow, like masterful work there. Work that I began learning in Women's Circle. And with this group of friends that I, I went, we have a circle every Monday night together. And it's sacred time. It's sacred time for us to, to be held by one another and to pray. Like we get together and we we experience holding space for what's up and also leaning into our edges in a safe way, as confidential way, and also bringing in prayer and magic and mysticism. And so we all go to this workshop and it was wow. It was absolutely wow. And I'm integrating a new imprint and um, what I'm walking away with is this desire to embody my knowing and embody my truth so fully and in such congruence that it is inarguable. Think about that. To walk with such self-ownership, with such self-dignity and respect and honoring that when you speak your truth, you are not placing blame on another. You are receiving the other and still standing in your truth without blame and without denying what's real for you. This is a skill, an embodied skill that's far beyond nonviolent communication. Nonviolent communication and all these communication tools can be weaponized, actually. And so how do we get into the embodiment and the vibration of sisterhood? And it's by honoring our own worthiness 
and it's by honoring our own desire, sitting in circle and practicing receiving one another's truth and then learning how easy it is to love someone in their truth. When people get to their truth and they own their truth, it's so easy to love. And if a person can't love you in your truth, that person is not your person. And sometimes our truths seem to contradict, like our subjective truth seems to contradict. And so how we meet and how we embrace the other fully and trust that we can find that like medicine for for each other and that contradiction that creates an opening, that is literally the medicine the world needs. And that is what we're doing here at Global Sisterhood through gathering in circle and listening to all of these various perspectives and all of these various stories. We're broadening our capacity to receive another person's truth that's different than ours. And there's such magic in that. To fully own yourself as sacred, as this living, worthy being, worthy of life, worthy of love, worthy of play, worthy of freedom. Lauren and I were having this conversation today. It's it's easy given the current paradigm to box ourselves in, to feel like we have to live out a certain story in order to be worthy. You know, I have to be successful. I have to have money. I have to be a good mom. I have to be a good sister. Like all these, the good, I have to be good usually has like a whole list of things underneath it that are these like requirements of what you need to do in order to be that. And so we have laundry lists of things, right, that are keeping us from just inherently feeling worthy because we feel like, and this is this is my own experience, We've, I've felt like there are so many things I have to do in order to consider myself sacred, in order to consider myself worthy. And it's not true. It's not true. And sisterhood, the reflection of another holding you in that loving space is the medicine for that. There's a feeling of resonance and coherence when a sister loves you unconditionally that sees you through the laundry list of things because she knows, because she knows in her own way. Mm. And so like what magic can we create all together when we remember that we're worthy? Mm-hmm. And we remember that we belong. Oh my God. Yes. Belonging. <laughs> wow. Yes. I, I actually got goosebumps from saying that because I just grew up not knowing that I belonged to this planet. You know, really, like I actually was not sure that I belonged to any group of friends and experienced so much bullying and then also became the bully. You know, I, oh, one of the things that I, experience this weekend was the the ways in which I dissociate from my truth when I'm sharing it. So like when I was younger, I had this really hard incident happen and it was spread around school that this thing happened to me. And instead of people believing me, everybody called me a liar and they cast me out. And all the girls that were my friends just like turned on me. And it was something that was really harmful that happened to me. 
and I had to share. I had to, I had to hold that burden completely alone with my mother by my side. And I, I realized that I became so set on not being a victim. Like I had this realization, I could be whatever they said I was. They were calling me a slut. They were calling me a liar. And I made this decision. I could be that. I'll be that, but I will never be a victim. And so in that way, that was my brilliant coping mechanism to to shield my deeper truth, shield my heart. And in women's circles, I have learned slowly, little by little to chip away that shield of my heart. And at first, it's been like I can speak about something vulnerable, but I can speak about it slightly disassociated from the feeling of the vulnerability. And I received this feedback so many times in my life. You seem performative. Like you're speaking these beautiful things. You're speaking these truths about you, but I can't feel it. It feels performative. And I was like, what is this performative comment that I get? And I realized that when I'm not feeling in congruence, I'm not feeling the actual emotion behind what I'm saying, it comes off. Somebody can't receive me. I don't give enough person an opportunity to receive me and feel me. And in women's circles, we practice that. We practice taking off the masks and and, and, and slowly starting to de-armor ourselves from one another. And we create agreements and safe spaces so that when our tears flow or when our stories are shared, they're held with reverence and respect. And then we ourselves can be heard and healed and seen and create a new imprint, a new experience of knowing that we could share our truth and be accepted and not rejected. And this is why, this is why, this is single-handedly the reason why I believe that women's circles will heal the world, are healing the world. And that the women who are called to rise into holding that kind of space are the type of leaders that our world needs because it's it's not a leadership that doesn't factor in our own vulnerability and our own needs. It's a leadership that models it, that models I'm human and I'm imperfect and I hurt and I also have hope and I'm bringing you all together and we're going to perform ritual and share and do all these magical things together. But I, Ultimately, we're just going to be women together. And when we women can learn how to do that and we rise up, then we have more confidence to take the leaps into positions of leadership to start these projects, to to be the type of mothers we want to be or to be the type of sisters we want to be. And we create a vibration that invites the men into it and create and, and, and honors the fluidity between genders. We, we, it just creates a vibration that allows people to be who they are. And that is literally what we need to do today is allow people to be who we are and have the tools for coming together and understanding one another. So beautifully spoken, Lauren. There's so much there. I'm like, okay, the podcast is over. <laughs> Let's press end. You said it all. And it's just that. I mean, what Lauren just spoke is the reason that I joined Global Sisterhood is because there is this truth that she speaks of that's so real. And I think each human being on this planet wants to feel like they belong. I started this program yesterday called Kinship. And the first week is about belonging. It's about this idea of kin, 
Like we're all kin, not just us people. Like what does people even mean? Animals, microorganisms, the earth, like everything is living and vibrating and we are a part of that. Everything that we do and send out to the universe is responded to by everything else. Like we are not separate. We are not alone here. It's it's not real. That's a fallacy. And so how do we remember that? And one of the ways we remember is through being with others, through sitting in circle and like feeling the vibration that Lauren just beautifully modeled of being able to connect to like this really raw, vulnerable part of ourselves and and speak from this place of truth. And can you imagine if our world leaders and the people who are running companies and have voices that are being shared with the public are able to respond and be in a place of authenticity and vulnerability versus performance, if there weren't goals associated to everything that everybody else did, but really a deep, true heart calling for connection and resonance, like everything would be different. And so Global Sisterhood is about that. It's about this work that we can all do together to help us remember that we belong, that we don't just belong to this earth, but we belong to one another. We belong to the sky. We belong to everything. We are it. And so and so we're having this conversation today because we're inviting women into this. This is the work that we do. We have a leadership course that's coming up on April 11th. It begins, and it's called Circle Initiation, and it's for the women that are ready to rise into their leadership, into this like humble, embodied leadership. And the course itself is an initiation. It is a rite of passage for you to enter into to really feel and to heal the things that are keeping you from remembering who you truly are so that you can hold that space for others to unlock their fullest potential. Including yourself in that equation, 100%. And it's a journey that our circle facilitators all go through before they become certified as global sisterhood stewards of this mission and space holders of this mission. And so we're hosting a free event called Called to Rise. We've hosted it once before and we're bringing it back. And it's the fundamentals of leading a woman's circle and the fundamentals of feminine leadership in these times, these times of crisis, these times of change, and how we can really infuse ourselves with the energetic support, the clarity, the love, and the courage to continue to be fully ourselves, be fully in our gifts, and create spaces that hold an energetic frequency and hold an authenticity that allows for the type of authentic relating and connection that we all actually yearn for. And so this event is coming up on March 29th. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern. And again, it's free. And we would love, love, love to have you there. We hope 
all of the women in our sisterhood show up and we can connect, we can share, we can give you a taste of the magic. We can give you a taste of the essence and you can feel the potency and the power of being connected not only to your local potential of your local circle and having deeper connections with your local sisterhood, but also knowing that you're doing it as a part of a movement. You're doing it for a larger mission to create these spaces in connection with women all over the world from the Middle East to Africa to to South America to America to Asia, all over the world, women who are like, yes, I'm, I'm here to steward the awakening and the healing of our planet. And it doesn't have to be this like intense, you know, big, big world movement. It's just me holding space in my community for the ones near and dear. And that is connected to a larger movement that we're all co-creating. So anything more you want to share about that, Shana? Just that the the women that are called to this, it's beyond sovereignties, it's beyond colors, it's beyond all of these like ways that we've put ourselves in boxes. And it's it's a real like heart coherence of women who are ready and willing and able to respond to what's happening in the world right now. And not just for other people, but for themselves. And so I encourage you, if you feel curious, to come to our event and if you already feel the calling and you just want to sign up, please do. We offer scholarships for all the women who come from countries that have an exchange rate that is tough against the U.S. dollar. And so you can write us at support at globalsisterhood.org. Um, we also offer scholarships for women of color. And we invite whoever you are whatever you feel called to do, if you feel inspired to come and lead w women's circles, we don't want there to be any obstacles. We want you to have all the tools that you need in order to do it. Right. So come to this free event and then consider circle initiation, which is what we have scholarships available for. And yeah, know that you're supported and held by us and we want you we want you to have the kind of sisterhood that that we're speaking about that is deeply healing. And so for those of you who are feeling like you don't have that or you do have that and you want to take it deeper, this is a specific call out to you. We're ready for you, baby. We're ready for you. Thank you so much for listening to us. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. It really is. It's actually a deep honor that you you choose to spend your time listening to our podcast and being a part of this mission. And, and we know that all of you are doing so much great work in the world. And yeah, just we see you. We see you and we acknowledge you as our sisters on this mission. And yeah, we embrace all of you and we honor your gifts. Love you so freaking much. Biggest hug ever. <laughs> biggest hug ever ever thank you for tuning in to another episode of the time of the feminine podcast and if you'd like to learn more about the global sisterhood you can follow us on instagram at the global sisterhood or you can tune in to one of our programs just go to globalsisterhood.org 
It is such a privilege and such an honor to speak with all these amazing women and to continue to speak with you. If you would like to join one of our circles or programs and dive in deeper and have these conversations yourself with us, we would love to invite you in deeper, sister. So just go to globalsisterhood.org to learn more. Okay, talk to you next time.